So today we're going to talk about emotions. Our scripture references 3 John verse 2. Third John verse 2 says, Beloved, I pray that in all respects you may prosper and be in good health just as your soul prospers. Just as your soul prospers. So we're just going to talk today. Everyone has emotions. Can we agree? Can we agree? Everybody has emotions, okay? And sometimes we allow our emotions to get the better of us. Yeah? All right. God intended for us to control our emotions and not allow them to govern us. Not allow them to govern our lives. How many times have we heard people say, it just happened. I, I didn't know what happened. I, I, I didn't mean to do it, it just happened. I just saw black. I, I don't even remember, I just did it. I couldn't control myself. I mean, we've all heard that, yes? We've all heard that statement. As if they had no control. What we need to understand is that we can manage our emotions. We can. We can all manage our emotions. We can all harness, control, have authority over, and master our emotions. Emotions are feelings. Feelings. Feelings on the inside of you designed to move you in a direction. I need y'all to remember that. Emotions are feelings. How do you feel? Feelings designed to move you. Feelings on the inside of you designed to move you into a direction. Where you going? Mm. Emotions, they move you. They can move you to the will of God. They can move you away from the will of God for your life. If you're moving away from the will of God to your life, you're moving towards destruction. And we all know that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So, if we allow our emotions to move us away from the will of God, to destruction. That means we're allowing the enemy to have full reign and control and move us right off the path that God has for us. If we can't control our emotions, which are our feelings, we won't be able to reach the will of God for our lives. We allow the enemy to present a situation and he presents it in hopes that we can't harness, control our emotions. In hopes that we say, it just happened. I blacked out. 
I don't know how that happened. That's what he, he presents it so that we can say that. And the moment we give in to not being able to control our emotions, the moment we give in to it just happened, I don't know, I blacked out. I, what am I supposed to do? The moment we give in to that, that's when we give the enemy control to steal, kill, and destroy in our lives. Beloved, I pray in all respects that you may prosper. To prosper means to be whole, to be strong, that you may prosper and be in good health just as your soul prospers, just as your soul is whole. Your soul is in good health. Oh, my soul, your soul is your mind. So just as your mind is whole, just as your mind is strong, my soul, your soul is your mind, it's your will, it's your emotions. Emotions are your feelings. So I would that you would prosper just as your soul your mind is strong, your will is strong, your feelings. Our soul is the very compartment that contains the emotions. This is why the enemy attacks the soul. He keeps constant pressure on the thing that moves us. Remember, we have said that emotions are feelings inside of us designed to move us. So the enemy keeps constant pressure on things that move us. Our emotions. Think about it. He keeps constant pressure on our emotions. Whether they're good or bad. Let's think about Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. His emotions were all out. You can read about it. And if you watch The Passion of Christ, they did their best to show, us, show it to us. His emotions were trying to take him over and trying to get the best of him. But he had to take authority over his emotions. Take authority over the anxiety because at that time, that's what he had, fear, anxiety. He had to take authority over that. It wasn't that he didn't have a right to be fearful. Because if we've all, if you read about it, you can understand why he was fearful. If you've seen the passion of Christ, you could have seen at least a, a glimpse of why he was fearful. We could get a glimpse of why he had anxiety. That's real anxiety. And being a real person, if you're faced with that situation, I can't tell you who's not going to have anxiety or fear. Let's just be honest. Fear and anxiety is real. And it presents itself at every opportunity. The difference is, can we manage that? The difference is, can we take authority over that emotion, over that feeling, 
that's inside of us, designed to move us. So had Jesus not taken authority over that anxiety, over that fear, and had allowed it to move him in another direction, oh, where would we be today? Had he not died on the cross, taken the cross for us, where would we be today had he not taken authority over the real situation in his life? So what must I do? to ensure a prosperous soul. First, I must manage my exposure, okay? Everything starts with your choice of exposure. Exposure, what you allow your attention to be given to. Your exposure governs and determines your thinking. How you think determines how you feel. So I ask, what have you been exposed to? What are you constantly, intentionally exposing yourself to? Let's think about it. This is self-examination. But think about what you're constantly exposing yourself to. Let's just be real. Pornography, social media, television, porn, Lies, drugs, sex, food, money, music, what? It could be whatever your issue is, whatever you're exposing yourself to, whatever it is for you, what are you exposing yourself to? Let's pick on music. I'm constantly exposing myself to music based on my feelings. So I pick a song according to the way that I feel. So if I'm depressed, I pick a song to agree with my depression and allow that to be played back and forth, back and forth in my ear. If I'm, if, if I'm sad, I, I, I pick a song on that. If I'm horny, let's just be real, I pick a song that makes me feel good. I pick a song that agrees with how I'm feeling at that moment. If I'm bored, I pick a song, oh, I get... Social media, Tele social media is bigger than television now. Social media would take you off course before anything else nowadays because social media has it all. 
And you could just be minding your business and pick up your phone and start your thumb to scrolling. And scrolling. And then you go to that explore page and scroll and you'll be on there forever. Seeing all kinds of stuff that you weren't thinking about, but the minute you saw it, the minute you ex exposed yourself to it, there it was. What you're ex exposed to, it impacts your thinking. Your thinking impacts your emotions, which are your feelings. So we must manage our exposure. What must I do to ensure a prosperous, healthy, whole soul? I must manage my decisions. Making the wrong emotional decision has caused so many problems, so many problems in our lives today. Making the wrong emotional feeling because you couldn't manage, because you refused to manage. Well, this is just, well, I'm just going to do this. Oh, no, no, no. This is what I'm going to do. Because you refuse to manage your feelings, your emotions. You allowed your feelings to move you into a direction, into a place that caused you to make a very bad decision. Decisions are an open door to reality. How many emotional decisions have we made that have completely been bad for us? How many emotional decisions? How many decisions have we just jumped into without research, without investment, without question? Just because I felt that way. Today I feel like I will do this. And I just do it. Because I didn't manage properly. How many relationships have we been in? because hmm, I feel you're very nice. Or, oh my gosh, he is so fine. Or she is so fine. And we look at the outward, but we don't investigate. We don't ask questions to get good answers. We don't research. In every area of your life, before you make a decision, there needs to be investigation. What, whichever area, whether it's marriage, whether it's a job, whether it's friends, whether, it, whether it's school, it, every area, food, there is no area in your life that you should decide on without an investigation, without research, and without your questions being answered. Not just questions. I need them questions answered. Then you make a decision. But if we're not capable 
of managing, taking authority over and controlling our emotions. We allow our feelings to move us into a direction, move us right into the place that we don't want to be and we make a bad decision. You upset because your boss might be a complete nutcase. But you have not investigated nor researched another job. So your boss flips out. And because you don't manage, take authority over and control your emotions, you allow your feelings to move you to anger and shenanigans that cause you to be fired. Come on now. God has given us more than that. We have more authority than that. We can deal with a boss. We can deal with situations. We, we, we just talked about how Jesus dealt with the real anxiety in the Garden of Gethsemane. We're not dealing with anything like that. We're a stronger people than that because we're Christ in the earth. He has given us the example of how to live. None of us, none of us, has had to go through the Garden of Gethsemane, had to carry our own cross through the town. None of us have been beaten. None of us have taken the actual path that Jesus had taken. And we're Christ in the earth. And we act as if we can't manage, control our emotions to where we allow our feelings to move us into the proper place. The proper place. After you make the emotional decision, your emotions determines your actions. Your actions determine your habits. Your habits create character and your character determines where you're going to end up your destination how do I ensure a prosperous soul I manage my destination I pay attention to my destination I consider my destination we are all where we are today right now Wherever we are, I said we're doing self-examination today. So we're not pointing any fingers. This is all of us. We're all where we are today based on what we expose ourselves to. Think about where we are. Based on what we allowed ourselves to think about. We're where we are today based on our emotions we allow to get us to this very moment. So look at where you are today. 
Where are you today? Are you in debt? Are you in lack? Are you depressed? Are you obese? Are you in jail? Are you, you, have a, uh, you, you don't have the career that you wanted? Is your marriage on the rocks? Are you not in school? Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Whatever your issue is. Are you on drugs? Whatever your issue is, look at your destination today. Look at your real situation that's facing you. Look at that situation and understand that that very situation can be managed. You have the ability to take authority over and control that situation. You have the ability to govern that situation, govern your emotions. You can decide to have peace and joy or you can decide to be depressed and full of anxiety. It's the same situation. You can just decide the response. Jesus decided to take authority over his situation. It didn't change. He still went to the cross. But he decided to stand up and take authority over that anxiety and over that fear. He gave a different response that strengthened him and allowed his soul to become whole. It takes more energy to worry, to be in doubt, to have fear, than to just start saying, Lord, I trust you. Lord, I believe you. Lord, I honor you. Lord, I know what your word says, and no matter what, I'm going to stand on that word. It takes more energy to allow fear and anguish to move you to worry, to sickness, because that's what happens. Your worry turns to sickness. But the Bible says that, beloved, I pray in all respects that you may prosper, be whole, and be in good health. How can you be in good health if you're full of anxiety, fear, and worry? How can you be in good health if you have no hope? How can your soul prosper? How? How? You choose your emotional display. You choose. Yeah, we see it. We say, we say a lot of times, no matter what my eyes may see, no matter what my ears may hear, all this way, okay, let's take that to heart. We see it. I see you. I see you standing in front of me, but I'm going to speak to you because when I use the word of God, it brings life, it brings healing, it restores, it renews. When I speak the word, that's what it does. And then how many times have we come to church? Or how many times have we been feeling bad? 
and for some reason we begin to speak the word and then you start feeling better because you're renewing your spirit you're renewing your mind you're taking authority over any and every situation that presents itself before you we are Christ in the earth we will have crosses to carry we will be nailed to the cross but just like Jesus, just like Jesus, we'll make it. We'll get back up. We'll say, Father, forgive them or Father, forgive me. We'll make it. if you can allow your soul to prosper. And we must manage our character. So we're managing our exposure. We're managing our decisions. We're managing our destination. And we're managing our character. Who are you when no one else is looking? This is all self-examination. Who are you? Who am I when nobody's looking at me? What do I do when I'm alone? When I'm by myself? When I'm in the room by myself? Do I post on social media, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And when I'm in the room by myself, take my social media and look at all the pornography sites, all the, the, the foolishness that I can find. Who am I when nobody's looking? Your character precedes your destination. What character do you have? Your character is what people expect from you. Now, we've all dealt with that before. Because people know us, they expect us to do a certain thing, that thing that we have been habitually doing. And that's the character that others see. So your character is what people expect from you because that's what you've demonstrated to them. So who are you? Think about it. What do people know about you? What do you know about yourself? Huh? Sometimes others know more about you than you know about yourself because you won't do self-examination. You won't do self-examination. So what Sylvia thinks of you is completely different than what you think about yourself. And Sylvia just might be a little bit more on point than what you are. So who are you? One good way to find out is to ask your children. You ask your children who you are, they come swinging. They come from the juggler. 
ask them. Years ago, I heard my kids say something about me, and I felt really bad, like, And then I said, am I like that? And so they said, yes. And I said, okay, so then I don't want to be like that. So when I act like that, I need you to bring that to my attention. Because I'm a trip. It's my house. I'm the queen. What I say, go. I'm, I, and even though we've at that time start establishing that, I still was a trip. Because they're older now, they still, well, I put them in the basement, but they still live in the house. And I still be like, you know, tripping. They trip too. So we all be tripping. But when we don't take self-examination, I think I'm right. They think they're right. And I, and I told them both, I said, look, y'all are older now, and you all are my children, and so by me being the mom, and you still being in the house, I tend to sometimes feel like I can still treat you like the child, that sometimes you act like, but the child that I was raising. And, and I, I've had, can you hear me? I'm telling, make sure I'm telling the truth. And I said to them, I don't know and won't know unless you tell me. I've said it to the both of them. I won't know unless you tell me. I think I'm right. And everybody that know me, know I think I'm right. And everybody that know me, I, I say, I'm 97.9% right. Especially when it comes to the reverend. I know the reverend like the back of my hand. And I told them, I said, look, I don't know you all because you won't talk, you won't be intimate with me. I can't see inside of you and you can't see inside of me because we won't talk, but we're under the same roof. So I don't know you, you don't know me. So let's go right there. How many of us are living in the same house? Forget outside of the house, same house and we having character problems and we're having character issues. How many of us? I told, I told my kids, I said, look, what are you, 22? He's 22 and she's 20. I said, look, I know what I know and I know where I am and where I am is where I am. I might not agree with what you're doing and I might say I don't agree. And you can open your mouth and say, I gather you don't agree, but this is me. We got to be real, real situations in front of us. What's your character? Who are you? Who are you? whether your habits are good or bad. Who are you? How did you create these habits? You created the habits by your actions. What are you doing? What are, think about it. I created all these habits by my actions. 
What am I doing? My actions come from my decisions. Those very decisions that move into actions. And then your actions move into habits. Your habits move into your character. And your character will take you right to that destination. So, we make decisions that open up, that opens up the door to reality. And then we began to move off of those decisions. So you made the decision and then you kept doing the action which created the habit. Which now creates your character, who you are. Which is how we've all gotten to our current destination. How were you feeling when you made that decision? Did you make a decision? Did you take authority over it and make a decision that lines up with the Word of God? To ensure that your soul prospers, it is a must that we control our emotions, those feelings that move us right into a direction. Which direction are you going to allow your feelings to move you? Which direction are you going to allow your feelings to move you? We must be able to control our emotions. So we need to start by changing the way we think. And that's by renewing your mind. Renewing your mind is important because we need to get our thinking, our feelings, our decisions, actions, our habits, and our character lined up with God's Word so that our destination can line up with the Word of God. If we don't, our destination will stay the same, governed by those emotions that we refuse to stand up and take control over, governed by those emotions that we just allowed to move us, governed by the music that we put on because that's how I feel, governed by us. How many people are in jail right now because they refuse to take authority over their emotions? And they allow, allow their feelings to move them into a place that they couldn't take back. How many of us are sitting right here and we're at this current destination because we allowed our emotions to run us 
instead of us taking control over those feelings and moving those feelings into the proper place lined up with God's word. Think about where we are right now. How many of us shoulda, coulda, woulda? Look at your destination right now. What we are exposed to is where we will end up. And that's law. That's real. What you are exposed to is where we'll end up. Learn to give attention to the things of God. And that will help you to control your emotions that will help you and give you the ability to take authority over help you and give you the ability to harness those emotions so that you can allow your feelings to move you into the path that God has for you there is none of us on this earth that's not gonna go through, not gonna be faced with detrimental situations. That anxiety is not gonna lift its ugly head. That fear is not going to try to grip us. None of us on this earth will go through and not deal with any of those things. But where will you end up? Where will you end up? Where will your destination be? Where is your destination right now? Could we have done some things differently? Should we have done some things differently? Should we have had the ability to manage, to control, to harness, take authority over? that anxiety, that depression, that spirit of loneliness, whatever the issue is, well, the great thing about today is we're all still breathing. So we all have a chance to alter our destination. your current destination is not where you want to be, not where you should be. Go in reverse. Take authority over your feelings that move you. So in a few hours, when you're wherever you are and a situation presents itself that tries to alter your emotions. Remember that you have authority over those feelings. Not that it's not there. Not that this did not just happen. Did this just happen? Yes, it did. It did happen. But remember that you have authority to allow those feelings to move you 
into the will of God. The plan of God for your life. Don't forget we're dealing with God, the all-knowing. He knows what we're faced with. We don't know everything that we're going to be faced with, but we do know that we have a way to overcome it. So, again, in a few hours, could be a few minutes, some of us might turn our social media on and expose ourselves to something we should not be doing. Whenever the opportunity comes, do not forget you have the ability to manage those emotions. You have the ability to take authority over those feelings and allow them to be moved into the will of God for your life. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but God comes that we may have life and have it more abundantly. No matter what the enemy does, it does not matter because all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and called according to his purpose. I don't care if you need to get you one good scripture and that's all you say. And then people start laughing at you and say, you don't know another scripture, don't matter, this one work. Father, we thank you today. We bless you. We honor you. We glorify your name. You're good. You're great. And Father, this message is not for one of us, but it's for all of us. So we all come to you now, God, asking for your forgiveness. Asking for your forgiveness for how we have chosen to manage our emotions. For how we know your word says that you would that our soul prospers. And we constantly wonder why we haven't done what we needed to do. We constantly wonder why are we in the place the very destination that we are today. Constantly wonder what the issue is. Constantly. Never paying attention, never giving attention to the fact that it's our exposure. It's our character. It's where we end up, our destination. Never giving attention, oh God, to it's us. We have willfully exposed and put ourselves in situations that have given access to the enemy to come to try to steal, kill, and destroy from us. We understand that you, your word says greater are you in us than the enemy. So we know that we're greater than the enemy. But it's us that have chosen the fact, the chosen the opportunity to put ourselves in situation that has given access to the enemy. The enemy is in our face and puts situations in our face to steal, kill, and destroy from us because we have given access. We know that you're greater in us than the enemy. 
Your word tells us that. Your word tells us that anything and everything can be done because you are in us and it's you, Christ, that strengthens us. So we know that. But how did we end up here? Because we were thinking at one time that we should be over there. But God, how did we end up here? Because we exposed ourselves. We didn't manage our exposure. We didn't manage our character. We didn't manage our actions and our destination. And we gave access for the enemy to come and try to steal, kill, and destroy. So we repent, oh God, and say that stops today. We are your people. We are Christ in the earth. And we will manage our emotions. Today is the last day that we will allow our feelings to move us to a bad decision. Come on, say, today is the last day that, what, that I will allow my feelings to move me to a bad decision. Today is the last day that I will allow my feelings to move me to a bad decision. God, we thank you. We mean that thing. So we've asked you in prayer this morning, and we've talked about it, renewing our minds. Remind us to renew our minds. When that situation or that exposure comes, oh God, remind us to renew our minds in you. We thank you.